0: It's not just about mastering technology. It's not just about brand or messaging. It's not just about making more money. It's about showing up in a big way so your people can find you. This is about bringing your most wild and authentic self into the hustle and grind. Welcome to Tactical Magic, a business strategies podcast for the warrior goddess entrepreneur. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Tactical Magic. This is Molly Mandelberg, your host, and I have a fabulous woman here, a fellow nomad and badass business boss, and I'm really excited to share some of her magic with you because she also is a powerful speaker and entrepreneur and leader, and she helps us to look at the inner world and get unstuck. From all the limitations that are keeping us from reaching our next level so Deidre Siriani is a TEDx speaker spiritual guide activator for truth human awakening and impact entrepreneurship Deidre is the founder of radically aligned life and is an accelerated evolution guide who believes the foundation of everything comes down to living in alignment with your purpose and truth her work dissolves mental, emotional, and physical barriers that are pulling you out of alignment with your higher purpose and from living it fully. She supports impact-driven entrepreneurs to reach their next level of influence, impact, and success through blending the metaphysical laws and tools with the practical for accelerated results. Her mission is to wake as many people up in her life to the truth of who they are and who they are meant to be. Welcome, Deidre.
1: Thank you for having me. This is, uh, is going to be a beautiful conversation. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes, I love that I have you on the show because we share uh, a lot of values when it comes to doing both the inner and the outer work to expand and grow and evolve. So I'm happy to share your magic with the world. Can you tell us a little bit about how, how you sort of
1: got into this work? Like, what's your backstory? Wow. Well, it starts at a very young age, um, as I believe most of <laughs> our evolution does, right? Um, started at a young age of receiving messages from from guidance and and having a lot of different experiences that I didn't, I wasn't able to quite put my finger on uh, what it all meant, and in many moments, you know, scared me a little bit because I was like, "What is happening in my world?" Being a young child and also experiencing some. How can I say this? Um, really stepping into a space of not fully being in alignment with who I was, because growing up with uh, a parent who had who had an addiction, and so I I started to live a dual life, and and that carried into my adulthood and. So as I share this, the, the, the duality, the, the dual life, many people are living there all the time. And in in my space, I got really good at doing the external things, checking things off the list, um, you know, chasing success. Um, but I, I, I hit a, I hit a rock bottom moment where I was like, is this it? I kept hitting these, these pillars of success and being like, this doesn't quite feel the way I thought it should feel. I wasn't fulfilled, and um, I had to again go back to that internal state of, well, who am I, and coming back to my magic, reconnecting with that magic within, and from that space, understanding that the life that I had created was based on illusions, and my gifts started to come through stronger and stronger, and I was getting messages from spirit and and people and the universe, and it was telling me to wake up and to listen and to stop avoiding my gifts and so I finally listened when I got a message from my soul that said if I didn't change my life I was gonna die from cancer in a year and I know this is the fast track of the story, but it, I was manifesting a lot of other symptoms of disease, symptoms of not listening to my soul's calling, symptoms of being on autopilot, even though I was in a career, I was running a business I loved. There was something missing and I wasn't listening because from the outside looking, and it looked like it was a pretty good life. And um, this brought me to the moment of realizing that, I had been so disconnected from my soul. And so this brought me in a journey of studying with shamans, um, really listening to the universe, what it was trying to give me, and and then finally getting out of my own way and dissolving things in my life that were illusions, stepping away from a life that I had created and stepping deeper and deeper into the space of magic, deeper and deeper into the space of accelerated healing and putting myself out there and stepping into being a guide and a facilitator and a coach and and. You know, uh the truth is, uh, how did I get here through a lot of resistance (laughs) true true for all all until I couldn't resist anymore, and then everything unfolded, and it's the next step, the next thing, um, the next piece of you know, um, my calling, um, what I need to step into just kept unraveling. And it started from trauma. And I, I believe that as soon as we can address our trauma and And heal it, we're able to shift and move into a space of alignment. And we cannot avoid our truth when our voice keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger within. It can show up in two ways. We can listen, we can take action if we've already done the internal healing work, or we can do it the hard way, which is what I did because I was really stubborn and I was like, I'm in charge of my life and I'm doing things this way. And um, I manifested, uh, you know, autoimmune disease, anxiety attacks, um, feeling like. I was living someone else's life, and and really had a big wake up call that felt like I was getting knocked on the head, and so that was my wake up call. And um, so the path of least resistance is where I go today, and I like to play in that space. And it's the healing, it's the impact entrepreneurship. I really believe that. Business is a vehicle to create change in the future and the now, and so I love supporting people who are have a message to share, who have a business that they are working on bringing out into the world to create the world that we want, rather than accepting it as it is. And so that really excites me. And then the healing work is until we've woken up to the truth of who we are, until we've done that deep healing around trauma, we will never fully be aligned with our higher purpose. We will never fully live and lead from the heart. We'll be in a space of conditional love, not unconditional love. We will never fully be in our purpose and make the impact that our soul wants us to make until we've done the healing work. So that's my journey in a nutshell and why I'm passionate about the work that I do today. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah, I resonate with so much of your message and I have a similar, uh, you know, traumatic childhood with uh, addiction in a step parent. And it's, I actually just read an email, an automated email that came from myself today that I forgot I had written many years ago about recognizing that a part of me walked out back then, that there's opportunities in our lives when trauma comes up that, a little part of our soul or our inner child or some piece of us can choose to just not be present. And I think that's when Mm -hmm. one of the symptoms is walking through life feeling like you're not all there, you're not fully embodied or you're not fully in alignment or you're not -hmm. you know, taking all parts of you into every day and every choice and every moment. And that's painful. And even if it looks beautiful on the outside and it reads right as what you should be happy with, It doesn't always feel right unless we look at where are those pieces of ourselves that may have gotten lost or that may have chosen to step out or that just have been buried for so long. And Mm -hmm. what would be possible if we were willing to, you know, feel safe enough to uncover them and to invite them back in or to um, look at the trauma for the gifts that it brought us. I absolutely know I wouldn't be the person I am today if it weren't for exactly everything that I've been through. Mm -hmm. And it takes you know, choice to look at what we've made wrong about our past and see it as exactly what has shaped us, I think. So I mm-hmm. love, I love your story. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And the interesting thing about trauma is, is when I first was, you know, in my twenties, early twenties, I was like, I'm healed. I'm good. I was in a space of empowerment and I, you know, it's over. I, I've like done the internal work or I've forgiven or whatever I was telling myself. But the truth was with trauma until we go to the root of it and truly heal it on a deep, deep level, which is not something we can mentally Tell ourselves, or you know, push under the rug, or just you know, have a conversation with someone and be over. It's more of like the actually going deep, deep, deep to the root until we've pulled it out. It's still showing up in many areas that we may not know are connected with, you know, our sense of purpose, our sense of confidence, our sense of self, our sense of um, who we show up as every day, and the relationships that we attract, and the kind of money that we generate in our life, and how abundant and we feel and you know it's it's connected to so many different things also our health right and so it's uh it's very interesting because I had no idea that I was holding on to it for so long until I was introduced to some of this work that now I'm able to Uh, you know, support other people through and really go to the root of it and be like, wow, it was like taking an accordion out that was closed and being like, yeah, it was one moment in time in my life or a couple moments in time. And then doing the work and it's stretching out and just realizing, wow, it's shown up so many different interesting creative ways, Um, and which essentially is when we have trauma is stepping outside of ourselves because we weren't able to process an experience. And so when we feel like, we aren't ourselves, or we're not living our life fully, or we're not embodied, as you were saying, Molly. It's because we actually are not in our body. We stepped away from ourselves. We've lost ourselves, which can create numbing, um, self sabotage, addiction, right? Um, you know, uh, avoidance. This can be, you know, sex, drugs, alcohol, like all of the things. And work so, yeah and 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 so the tedx that i did was on kind of a bold title but the root cause of all suffering unhealed trauma and some people are like oh no it's this it's that but if you go to the root of every single thing that's happening on earth you can trace it back to unhealed trauma, whether it 's in history <laughs> and you know now that 's a behavior that 's an identity that a certain country or area of the world has it 's like it all comes down to unhealed trauma because when we heal our trauma, we operate with consciousness, we operate with our heart we we see things a lot clearer, so yeah i 'm really passionate about this work, so I, I love what you had to share there it 's super powerful,
0: yeah, I totally agree with you too, and I love that accordion metaphor because. There's so much that happens in those moments of trauma that we aren't aware of because we're just trying to stay safe and cope in the moment that mm-hmm. stays with us. And I think it also speaks to the idea that time is not linear, that we no. can jump back to those moments without a second thought, that it just naturally mm-hmm. can pop back up until mm-hmm. we've looked at it or understood it or you know, transformed it in some way that it's no longer there for us. Like it's no longer Mm. something that can just pop back into our realities like PTSD. Um, Mm -hmm. So I love that concept of, you know, where can we bring ourselves back? Not even, I mean, in the healing work that I've done, I do a lot of processing with access consciousness tools, and it's not even necessarily having to relive that moment. I think a lot of people avoid doing work on their trauma because they have to relive all the intricacies of that moment, but there's ways to reframe and to learn from and to choose to change the story of our past so that it can be healed in this moment and through all time. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I also love how that concept of time not being linear speaks to how if we heal something now, we heal it generations back and generations forward. It's that Mm -hmm. whole entire like echo of the moment of trauma that can be shifted up to a different vibration if we choose, mm. to and we choose to do I really
1: I really love that you shared on trauma and, and and different modalities because that's the beautiful thing about it is there's different access points based on what's residual what's left over so for me the work that I had had that I had done I, it was like very like okay it's not it's not a thing anymore i feel great but it was still showing up in my body as tightness so then i had to go and get some body work done um some energy work to help clear that out and and specific sound healing and although in my mind i was like this is the way i do it is the best way to do it and you know it's like the beautiful thing about all of these different healing modalities is they complement each other and they allow us to go deeper in our journey and I think that's really um, really wonderful because it's like healers and and movers and shakers and you know everyone has a place in this space to support each other and that's what I love about your podcast and what you're doing. so thank you for having me. this is beautiful.
0: yeah, I'm so glad to be having you here and mm-hmm. I agree and that's sort of the beauty of the healers who I think, are doing the best work. It's not a competition. It's not my no. modality is better than the rest. It's no. like a total trust and surrender and a knowing yes. that the modality that I chose to do as my work on this world is going to speak to the people who need that one right now. There isn't a competition. Mm-hmm. There isn't a better or a worse and it's what's going to work for this person and have they found the ch- the tool and the choice and the person to support them. And I agree that's what I love about having this podcast is getting to showcase So many different modalities and so many different people and so many different access points, as you said it, so that people hopefully who are listening, if you're listening, if it's time to do some work, find your person and I'm going to do my best to help you see how many different doorways and gates there are. Would you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do with your clients? Like who mostly shows up? What are they faced with right now? And mm-hmm. you don't have to give us the whole show, but you that's
1: know. a beautiful, that's a beautiful question. So the entry point of the work that I do, it comes in a lot of different spaces. Some people come to me because they're like, you know, I'm in a space right now where, um, I'm not happy in my life. I'm really successful and, uh, something needs to change. I know that there's more, but I don't, quite know what that is. And so I support them in doing the inner work that maybe they don't need know that they need to do. They think that they have to do physical, they have to take action, but it's actually the internal work um, to make those shifts in order to maybe start a new business, in order to fall back in love with their life and just realign a few things. Um, Others come to me because they're like, I'm depressed and I need support in this area. Some most people come to me though on a deep soul level because they know that they're here for more. And in one way or another, they feel like they're playing small and they're having symptoms of it, like anxiety, stress, dis ease, disharmony. And they know that there's something greater, but they haven't been able to tap into it consistently. So I like to think of this and there's, there's three levels. And I'm just doing this for the purpose of turn your light on, which is my signature program. And so when our light is on, And we're laser focused. We're able to see everything clearly. We know what our path is. We can run forward. We can make a massive impact. We can get stuff done quickly, and we can enjoy our life fully. And it's a lot. It's a lot of fun, right? It's like massive co-creation with the universe, and everything's play. Um, So that's like the best place to be, right? Like I love playing in that space and that's where we all want to be as light workers and and what we do in the world. And then there's the stage before that, which is like your light's really on, you're awake, you've done the inner work, but you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much energy. I'm working on this project. I'm doing this and doing this and doing this and doing this. But the symptoms of it are you're burnt out you're overwhelmed, you're stressed out, and you're not quite sure exactly how to put your gifts, your magic into action in order to fulfill your life's purpose. So there you're, you've done the work, you're awake, but you're burnt out. You might not be making the kind of impact or money that you want. And you're probably putting other people's projects in front of your own, or you're taking on a lot of projects and you're not clear on that one strong thing. Mm -hmm. The phase before that is your lights flickering on and off. So think of a light bulb. It's like on and off. So sometimes you're super expansive. You're in your power. You're in your gifts. You're showing up with confidence. You're doing your work and you are making the work, the the difference that you want to make. And then other times it doesn't feel safe to be your true self. So you hold back, you retract, and you go through periods of maybe depression, anxiety, not speaking your truth. And it's a dance that you're playing with yourself. And um, you may have anxiety and other symptoms but you trust your intuition sometimes, sometimes you don't. And you have this cycle, this pattern of playing big and then playing small. And you haven't stabilized in in the process of your awakening and your growth and you're having your light on. And then the phase before that is your light's off. And I think of it as like being in the middle of a forest. Um, There's all these crazy sounds around you. You don't see much. You know that you want to get out of the forest because you, you don't you don't know what's going on around you, but you're in fear. You're in anxiety. You're in you're in pain. You're in discomfort, and you don't know how to take one step forward, to the right, to the back because you don't see much. So you might you're you feel stuck. And so these are the the four levels of of what I like to say we'll say consciousness, but I just use it with the light because my signature program is turn your light on. It's about waking up to who you truly are in the world and who you're meant to be, and so people come to me based on what stage they're at and what medicine they need in order to accelerate their evolution, accelerate their growth. And the entry point is different based on their needs and 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 really where they're at and, and where, where they're wanting to go. So um, those are, did, did that answer your question?
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> There's different phases that people are at and I love yeah. that you use them with those metaphors. The trees is such a great example of like, I know I'm somewhere, but I can't see the path. I can't see the path yeah. ahead of me. So I don't know if I'm yeah. going to step forward. Is that the wrong direction? And,
1: and I think we've all been there at one point or another where it's like, uh, I can't take action. I feel paralyzed. I don't know why, but I don't know what to do. You could read books, all of those things, but there's something that needs to shift uh, greatly inside of you in order to move forward. So when I was in the space of you know, checking things off my list, et cetera. I was, and, and being unhappy, I was like between the light off to the light on and off. Right. So I was like, in my power, in my gifts, I, you know, had a podcast and was doing all these things that then I would like retract and I would get back into like the funk of I'm stuck. I'm paralyzed. I can't make a change in my life. And it was like overwhelming. And, and the question is this, it kept coming up. So I, I've been on all of the, all of the stages <laughs> and I felt them all fully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think we teach best what we've learned and what we've actually walked through. Um, yes. Yeah. I've definitely been in phases like that where it's almost like you're caged in by the the m- amount of choices or the inability to see any of the choices. It's like a combination right. of both, which is the same as being in that forest with the trees. There's so many different mm-hmm. options of where you could move. But without knowing or without feeling that pull forward, it's better Mm -hmm. to just stay where you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can run like with confidence in the dark and, and, you know, move into your fear and anxiety, but you're probably going to stop against another tree and feel that fear again. So having someone who can help you tap in turn that light on so you can see where your next step is and, and have that confident that strength to move forward which i really believe, um you know begins with the inner work of, of the the trauma work and and asking yourself some deeper questions that maybe you haven't given yourself permission to ask because it's it's scary sometimes right so yeah so those are the different levels of of the the, the places that i play and the people i support with Awesome. So
0: I've got two more questions for you. We've got a little bit of time left. One, I've had a number of TEDx talkers speakers on my on my okay. podcast before, and that's one of my big targets right now is applying for TED Talks and get that happening. So can you just tell us a little bit about what the process was for getting yeah. on the TED stage?
1: Yeah, so the process is, uh, to be radically honest, which is super important to me, is uh, getting really clear on what it is that you wanna speak on and not wavering from that. So uh, there's a couple different approaches that you can do. Um, You can look at all of the listings online in all the main cities, and see what they want and mold to that. Or you can say, this is my truth. This is my message. This is what I want to speak. This is what I prefer to, to share. And, and, and then go after that, create a talk outline, um, who it's for your desired audience, like what, what they're going to learn and why it's important now and, and why you're the person to deliver that. And then essentially you go to all the TEDx's, you want to go outside of your main city because the truth is um, TEDx actually does judge based on your age, your gender, um, your background and stuff because they want to be very diverse with the speakers. So that's something to know about. It doesn't mean that if you're not accepted in your hometown that you're not great. It's just maybe they already have someone your age with your background and they want to have variety. So that's really important to know. Um, On average, people apply for about fifty. Before they get accepted to one. So step one, get really clear on what you wanna what you wanna share, um, who your audience is, what they're gonna walk away with, and why are you the right person? Why is now the time for them to listen to this message? And essentially you're gonna be creating a video um, and you're gonna be answering those questions with every application. So you might as well do it beforehand. And then go on Google, search it all up. And, and put it out there and apply to all of them, or you can hire a company to do all of that for you. For yeah. me, time's the only currency, you can never get back. I hired a company, I put my proposal together and then they went out and they, they changed the messaging slightly based on the, the event title just to fine tune it. But the message and what I was delivering was the same. And I think I applied, there was a, we applied for like 40 something before I got one and that's normal unless you yeah. know someone and you've built a relationship and you're kind of already in. So want to give you the heads up. If you apply for 10, no messages, if you're still killing it. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, totally. That is great advice. And
0: that's good to know that you used a company. There's somebody yeah. I was talking with about that. So I'm curious to know. That. Yeah.
1: And I'm happy to share that with that resource with you as well in the link. In awesome. The bio. Yeah. Sweet. So tell us about this awesome five-day
0: challenge you've got coming up.
1: Yeah. So I'm really excited to run a five-day challenge on discovering your soul's purpose. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because before I really woke up to the truth of who I am, um, years ago, I was in a business that I loved. I was a yoga instructor. I ran a, a wellness company, but it didn't quite feel like it was it. And so it kind of felt like I was on purpose, but there was still something missing. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are not Fully, a hundred percent, radically aligned with their soul's purpose. And when that happens, we play small, we self-sabotage, we don't work on ourselves, we're not as motivated, we don't show up as the best version of ourselves. Relationships suffer. You know, everything suffers around us because we're not lit up fully, and we can't fully have our light on, laser focused, and really show up powerfully if we're not in our soul's work. So um, I have heard this so much lately, especially with everything that's happening in the world, is people want to know more than ever, what am I here to do? What is my dharma? And so I've created a five-day challenge where you can sign up completely free and uh, you can join on the journey. And this is going to be ran every uh, four to six weeks and it's uh, five days only. And every day you're going to get questions and videos and a Facebook group where you're going to be interacting and, and going deeper and discovering specifically what you're here to do and then after that challenge where you're going to have a massive clarity you're going to have the opportunity to put that into action and do the deeper work that that I was just talking about with the turning your light on and i'm so excited about it because There's something different about people who are on purpose. Life is a lot easier. Life is a lot more in flow. There's less stress. There's less of that, oh, I have to get out of bed every morning feeling, right? Like I get out of bed and I'm not a morning person, but I'm excited to do the work that I do. Last week, I had 40 calls with people in my community for work. That's a lot of conversation. That's a lot of deep work. Most people aren't interested in doing that, but when you're in alignment with your soul's purpose, like You don't need to sleep. You can, and you should, you know, but you have this energy and this connection with yourself, your higher purpose, and that source energy that just makes you unstoppable. And, and that's where everything uh, beautiful happens in the world is when you, when you discover what your soul's purpose is. So I'm so excited about this and I can't wait to offer it. If you're watching this, it's probably coming out in the next week or two. Um, one of the challenges, and I'd love to invite you if you know, you're, you're doing something that you're like 90% happy with and you, that 10% not quite sure what it is, or you have no idea what your purpose is. This, this, uh, five day challenge, will give you tons of clarity and it's going to be a lot of fun too. So Awesome. That's exciting. I
0: highly recommend it. The link for that will be in the show notes, whether you're watching this on YouTube or whether you're listening to the podcast, you can find it back where the episode information is. Deidre, I'm so grateful that you came on the show today. Is there any last
1: words that you want to share with these people? Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Um meeting you was wonderful. As soon as we met, I was like, Molly, like we've got like, we've got so much so much in common. We gotta be friends. So I appreciate <laughs> you having me. Yeah. And and secondly, like, you know, um the the message that I have for you is it, something that comes really strong through for me is the question is not whether or not you're here to do great things. The question is, are you ready to wake up to the truth of who you are and who you're meant to be? And that really begins with them. So um, that's my invitation to you today. And that's my question. And thank you so much for having me. And if you have any questions about any of the things, like feel free to reach out. Like I'd love to have a conversation.
0: Fabulous. And thank you so much for being here and for t- being willing to turn your light on and help others do the same. Because that's what the world needs. More people who are led up and inspired and, you know, aligned with who they really are. So thank you for doing that work. And thank you for sharing that with the world. Thank you. Awesome. So wherever you're watching or listening, please don't forget to subscribe, maybe rate and review the show if you enjoyed it and definitely go check out Deidre and whatever happens, keep asking big questions and taking bold action because you are here for a reason. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Tactical Magic. To find out more, please visit our website, wildheartsriseup.com. Be sure to take a second and subscribe to the show and come back next week for another edition of Tactical Magic.